So the world we live in, you will never see on the news a number used in positive aspect. If you do, it is such a rare day that you should pop a bottle of champagne and have a mini celebration. They will use the negative side all the time in an effort to drive us down. And so it gets very complex. And that's why I only deal with just the, the most basic ideas of proven numerology, or maybe I shouldn't say proven, people won't accept that it's proven, of accepted, long-lived methods of numerology. Thanks for joining us at the Conspiracies and Beyond. Today's guest is Crow Triple Seven. Thanks for joining us, Crow. Hey, thanks so much for having me, guys. Yeah, so you have a degree in internet technology. I would say you're an amateur astronomer. The way I think of you most would be a free thinker. I think you're an actor now. Would you call that being an actor with Shoot the Moon? <laughs> mm, no, because really I wasn't playing a part. I was just being myself. I, I mean, we can split hairs here. I, I don't consider yeah. it acting. Jason talked me into it and, and I wasn't thrilled with the idea, but I knew he was right. We should probably have my point of view on record because I did shoot that. So many crazy things were being said about the things I shot. You know, clearly this is gray aliens coming to anally probe you and I'd had enough. And Jason said, you got to go on the record and tell people what you think is correct. But, you know, I'm not playing a role. I'm me. Yeah, no, I'm just joking about the acting, but uh, yeah, you figure you might as well tell the story while you're still here, and hopefully there'll be people after you that are going to do the same type thing, shooting the moon. Uh, great name, by the way. That was actually lifted from an old card game that I played with my family when I was a kid called Hearts, and yeah. in Hearts, you have to get all, I think they're called Trumps, um, all the yeah. bad cards, which are Hearts, and usually I think the Queen of Spades is the bad card, and you have to risk all those negative points but if you get them all you have one big and you shoot the moon that was my next question because i used to love playing hearts and, and you get to shoot the moon which is like perfection so we want to talk about the lunar wave a bunch of things i have a, a list here where we can kind of go down rapid fire spend a couple minutes on each thing and at the end i have a couple things where i think we might try to debunk you so the first thing I want to get into before the lunar wave, this is one of the most interesting things I heard about you. And I've told so many people this, and about half the people say, wow, I can respect that. And the other half are like, is this guy crazy? So just to set this up, Joe, what do you think the average person did with their stimulus money like that got it? Just paid bills or? I would say paid bills, probably paid their rent, got caught up on bills. Crow, what did you do? And what, what kind of letter did you get in the mail? I refused to take the stimulus money, and I was notified that they automatically put it in my bank account. So I marched up to my bank. They had no idea what to do when I told them to get it out. Um, first, they said <laughs> they couldn't. And when I said, whose account is this? Is this my account? I did not give permission for someone to put money in my account. So they start this whole thing. And two weeks later, uh, the first time, two weeks later, they finally pull it out. But what's weird is I get a notice from White House 
not the White House, not a logo. It says White House, not kidding. And it's from MetaBank. MetaBank has stuck money in your account. So when I get my notice that they pulled the money out, it comes from the IRS. Now, the second time this happens, the bank's telling me, oh, no, we can't do that. And I said, to hell, you can't. I said, you will. And I've already done this. And then the IRS sends me a note saying, clearly, your account's been hacked or some nonsense, and we're going to have to investigate you. So three or four times, I forget now, I think three one time they were supposed to. I don't think they actually did. But then they sent me checks. I don't even know how. We're talking thousands of dollars here. And they sent me checks, which I have in my drawer, which at some point I'll frame to show future generations where the train went off the tracks here. But um, just insanity because you don't get something for nothing in this world. Uh, you're opting in into a system. And if I had to venture a guess, part of that system is we're going to destroy all commerce as you've ever known it. We're going to destroy corporations and you're going to be on the government tit for your 1200 bucks a month to survive. I think that's where this heads. Um, but who knows? Who knows what you're opting into? You just didn't want to be part of that if something were to happen. I'm my, I'm my own living being and I don't, I don't consider the government my mom and dad. Do you pay taxes? Well, now you're going to put feet to the fire. That's a whole story, too, but I probably won't do it on the air. And that started that started decades ago. That's a whole tale, but I'm not really going to cover that on the air. There's certain things that if you talk about, people are going to come sniping. Right. And I'm not interested in being a target. So, Joe, let's, let's go to the lunar wave because this is pretty incredible. We're going to pull up. Oh, can he talk over this, Joe? Because. Yes. So, all right, so, Crow, you want to describe that? That camera pan that means everything, too, right there. Yeah, it did. From It took me a while. I did what everyone does. I tried to make it a glitch in my system somehow, which is ridiculous because digital equipment doesn't fail in an organic manner. When I realized what the camera pan meant, I had actually deleted that day, deleted this into my garbage can, uh, I jumped up in the middle of the night. It hit me like a ton of bricks, and I looked at it, and it kind of shook me because I realized all at once, not only is this a filmed event, this is provably a filmed event. And I'd had the footage for, I don't know, weeks and weeks by the time I realized it. Then when I posted it, of course, you know, all the nonsense comes comes down so, the pipe. So when you're looking at it, how would you describe that? Like water displacing or like a VHS, like the little, how would you describe it for people just listening? It's two organic waves that go across the moon. They displace the image of the moon like a straw going into a glass of water, how it's displaced. Um, but back when this happened and for some time after, I was reasonably sure it was somehow connected to the moon, and I was reasonably sure that it might have something to do with equinoxes. I don't think either one of those things is true. I know one of those things is definitely not true. If I renamed it today, I would call it a firmament wave. It's been filmed in front of Jupiter a number of times, Saturn. So basically, anywhere on the ecliptic, we're pretty sure this can be filmed as long as there's something backlighting it enough to let you be able to see. So I, I don't know, are you just, can you see that what we're playing to right I now? Can. Or you, yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's basically, and now the thing I notice is that you can't see the ripple on the side. It's only on the moon also. You, do you know what I mean? Well, you actually can. Um, if you get, you know, I've had 
I've looked at this for so many hundreds of hours and had people, when you get in an editor, um, and actually with other waves that were not as definite, that's exactly what you would do is look at the limb, what they call the limb of the moon to detect a little ripple. Um, and not everything that's been passed off as a lunar wave. I don't think everything is, but there are a lot of examples, more than 30, certainly. Actually, probably no, way more yeah. than 30. So why did you say it was a mistake when you first started and you uploaded the video and you said the moon is a hologram? Why is that? Why was that a mistake? Because I didn't have the language to talk about what I was thinking. And the moon is not a hologram. A hologram implies man-made. It implies a matrixy kind of place. Um, and I blew it because after I retracted that pretty quickly, I said facade. And that doesn't get you any closer to what's helpful. So I, I made a lot of mistakes trying to to describe things. So what I realized is just go back to common sense, go down the middle of the road, and don't try to make our world a computer program. Because if you want to do that, you better have some pretty freaking strong evidence, and that lunar wave is not enough to get you there. Um, those luminaries up there, they're there. Um, can we walk on them? Not from my point of view. But the point is, is there is a natural world, and we can see that the natural world works perfectly. Those luminaries are part of the sky clock, which govern our natural world. So to come along and start making everything Neo's playground is a mistake because it leads minds into fantasy. There is a real world here. Right. So speaking of the sky clock, now we have beautiful foliage here. Let's say uh, July, August, it's 100 degrees. What if we have an Indian summer and in October and September it's 90 degrees? Well, the foliage still know to happen? Well, I think in terms of time passing, the answer is yes. But it's not just time passing, is it? It's, it's stimulus, right, from the environment. And we know now that weather has been modified for quite some time. So, yeah, there is a real ability to begin to screw with, you know, when the leaves fall and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, uh, that has to be, that's a thing where if people want to affect something like that, they have to keep on, it's like a lie. You have to defend a lie for the entirety of the lie. As soon as you quit defending the lie, the lie comes apart, everybody knows it's a lie and things go right back to you know what they were before the lie was proffered. And that's how I view weather modification. It's a bit like a lie. Uh, good morning, Jedi. Are you there? I think Jedi joined us. Good morning. Sorry, I was having technical difficulties. Crow let let me just, guess, you yeah. had to log in with one of your accounts for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Jedi, we, Crow was just telling us that when he got his stimulus money, he went to the bank and told them to remove it. I don't know if I ever told you that story. Really? Yeah, it was a whole thing. They looked at yeah. me like I was a purple people eater and what and I asked the second time I went up, I said, Is anyone else? And they're all no. You're the troublemaker. And I said, I'm not making trouble. This this is my bank account and I'm not giving permission for someone to do things to my bank account. I had to actually ask them, is this my bank account? Do I own this bank account? When they finally said yes, then I said, Okay, here we go. Get it out.
Yeah, they definitely had no idea what to do. No one would ever ask that. It took two weeks for them just to get the right paperwork. And then, but the whole thing was bizarre because the first time, as I pointed out, Donald Trump signs a thing from White House, not the White House, not the, the logo of the White House we're familiar with. It just says in blue letters, White House. And underneath it says MetaBank. I'm like, what, what the hell is MetaBank? Um, it's just all a put up. And then the next time, uh, it's the IRS. So it's like this shuffle that they've been refining somehow because it is not, it, it didn't come from the same place as each time. The first one was definitely White House and Metabank with the president's signature, the so called president of this corporation. Right. You would think it would all just be, everything would be the same. Or how about a seal? You know, the United States has a seal. We're not talking about the United States. We're not talking about the White House we think we're talking about. We're talking about a corporation that's getting enough nuts to come out into the light of day and say, guess what, folks? That government you thought you had, not so much. Do you want to play some of those uh, those uh, black triangles going across the moon, Joe? We have a little compilation of some. So when I look at these black triangles going across the moon, I think of it could be a couple things. That could be nowhere near the moon. It just could be kind of backlit, or the moon is way closer than we think. Ding, ding, ding. I'll, I'll give you freaking four stars on both of those observations. The, the moon is, in fact, way closer than we think. And everything I ever filmed is provably in our atmosphere. It is not if, – if, if the moon was over a quarter of a million miles away, could I see detail on it? Let's logically look at these ideas. And if that little thing was some magical satellite that's never been videoed in space um, and it was 11,000 miles away, is there any chance in hell we could see something at half geosynchronous? And this is when I got the optics expert because the Huffington Post wanted to come kick me in the cojones and tell everyone I didn't know what the hell my equipment did. So I went and got an optical expert and I showed the FBI expert, not sure what they know about telescopes, and the head of MUFON, which were working for the Huffington Post, that they, they don't know their butt from a hole in the ground. And when I calculated out what a pixel would be on my exact systems, in stills, in videos, because there is a difference in resolution with the exact telescope, I proved that if they, they said some of these things were satellites and half geosynchronous, they'd be many times the size of the fake ISS. Um, these things are all close in our atmosphere. I mean close, within, yeah, within it, miles. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, didn't the optics ex experts say you'd be you would you yourself would be five or six times bigger than the ISS? The object that I filmed that the Huffington Post was taking apart, yes, that's exactly what we proved with hard cold science and math of an optics genius who could do math like I could never dream of doing. Yeah, I mean, do you have any idea what those things? Do you think those are definitely man-made, right? It's all human so tech, all of it, all of it, all of it. And as we've gone along, I suspect that those things that are high enough, enough up in the atmosphere don't even need batteries or gas. I think they draw it from the surrounding environment so they can be up there all the time. The, the sky is absolutely, let me put this in context. And this is a whole freaking conspiracy in itself. Go back to the 1990s and look at a movie called Apollo 13, where Tom Hanks goes and shows you what I was taught as a young astronomer. You take your thumb at arm's length, and that's a degree of sky, and it covers the moon. You know what we use now? A pinky. 
it's half a degree for some reason. The moon is now half a degree. And Tom Hanks did that two times in that movie to show you, to benchmark that that's what we used to do with the moon. But to get back to the point, actually, what was the point? Where was I going before I got on Tom Hanks? <laughs> uh, I spaced. Trying to think, but Jedi, so Crow is another person that believes that we're protected, we're inside of the firmament or the dome. So do okay. we think the sun, yeah, do we think the sun is outside the dome? No, the, from my point of view, and I think the oldest text we can get a hold of, will try to demonstrate that there is in fact a firmament, which I have often called a hard, fast barrier. No material goes through it. Maybe a mind in meditation or maybe when we dream we go through who knows point is it's a hard fast barrier and the sun and moon and those luminaries are much closer than we've been told they they've made them gazillions of miles away speeding away from us faster than the speed of light to make us seem in, insignificant and we are not we are the center of it all and those that is our environment that is part of this creation those things are here for us and and there's more to it not just us um, but life, those things are here for life. They represent levels of life. So what you were saying earlier about the numbers and how the news will never do anything positive, I'm about three or four years removed from watching news, TV. Um, everything is so negative. My friend spends, I asked him the other day, I said, how much do you spend on cable? He said, oh, it's like 320 a month. Do you believe people would do that? Well, sure. It's got, that's what all see the entertainment is programming and that's, that's what it's been used for. That's why, that's why the moment we went into Covidius minimus within days, every commercial had people wearing masks that even the left or the right said opposite things about things people care about. But when it came to Covidius, they were in lockstep. That's because it's all controlled to propagandize our minds. And so what's happening now is there's all these like plus things where you want, remember all those Marvel movies you used to go to the theater to see, and eventually they'd come on TV or cable. Now right. you've got to subscribe to a plus thing, Disney plus HBO plus max, whatever it is. So you got to pay to get all these streaming services. That's where it's all heading. But do I, do I believe people pay for cable more than they should? Hell yes. And not only that, it's it's kind of a shell game because when people hit that point where they don't have enough money, then all these other options come available so that that programming box in your house doesn't go dark. It's amazing to me the amount of people that just take everything for granted, like the stars, the moon, and they just live, go through life and they die without even thinking about anything. That was me. That was me for the majority of my life until I got to the 90s and I got my first telescope after I got out of the Marine Corps. And I believed everything NASA was telling me. And I thought the Hubble was the most ingenious invention. And I got my stuff and I went out to try to make my images. And I realized right away, you can't make a Hubble image. Um, you can get what they're shooting. There is something there, but it doesn't look anything like what they're showing me. And what's ironic is I'm working on getting or trying to get a system now that's permanently installed that I could just have access to online. But what's funny is I, I said to people, I'm going to video. 
um, and they're all, well, why would you ever want a video? That's not what you do with a big scope. You get a CMOS or a CCD camera, you take these deep space stills and you get these beautiful images like the Hubble shows you. Well, here's the rub. They have a palette to produce those images called the Hubble palette. What the Hubble palette is false color. So you want those beautiful turquoises and gold that make the Hubbles look so awesome. It's a fake palette. It's a fake color palette that they're applying. And they, they, for the life of them, they cannot understand, nor do the tools really exist to get high quality video um, of the night sky through a big scope. You still got to use a DSLR. There are other ways, but they don't, even when I explained to them why I want to do this, they don't get it. So I finally said, look, everything up there is moving. We live in the age of video. How, how can it be that people aren't out there videoing Jupiter? You know, those little so-called moons, they're moving. Right. And nope, that's not what you do, man. You take these stills, you stack a few hundred of those images together to collect the light. Then you put this fake false color palette on it and you get this gorgeous image that everybody thinks is an actual reflection of what's there. And in one way it is, the, the pixels that are represented are there, um, but those colors and the portrayal of it, it's all false. So I know you're big on common sense. I was trying to think of some things that we take for granted, but if you really break it down and think about it, it doesn't seem like it would make much sense. And one of them to me is how they, they said NASA landed on the asteroid. And like, when you really <laughs> think about that, how could that possibly be true? I have a clip um, up that covers that. What was that called? Was that, uh, I actually, was it Rosetta? I, was that the Rosetta? No, wait a minute. No, I watched it today, actually. <laughs> uh, anyhow, I have a clip up on YouTube which shows you the occult nonsense going on from the naming of the camera to the place and everything, how it, it's attached to this one little island in Egypt that has the Isis temple and these other things. Um, it's all a crapshoot of nonsense for anyone who wants to look at it, and it would be akin to landing something on an object going as fast as a bullet and you're told that it's so far away that you can't even communicate with it until over half an hour, 45 minutes has gone by. It is so much nonsense as to be absurd that anyone would accept that that's true. Yeah, I think it's the Osiris-Rex. There it is. That's the name of the camera, I believe, Osiris-Rex. Oh, okay. Jedi, what do you think about that? Do you think we could really land on a comet? Because when I hear that, it doesn't seem real. No, I, I don't think so either. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it a step further. You can't get out of this hermetically sealed environment we call the world and the atmosphere. Mat matter does not go through the firmament. And so let's look at a, a, an interesting thing with Werner von Braun. So Werner was such a genius. He gave us the Saturn V. To this day, with computer modeling and everything, no one can make a better rocket than Werner, that magical Saturn V. How did, how did Werner tell us what was next? Well, he got in bed with Disney. And Sunday nights, back in the day when Werner was still alive, he would go on Disneyland on Sunday and tell us what was next in space. And we were not ingenious enough at that point to ask, is this a serious endeavor or are we at Disneyland? Anyhow, Werner tells us all these things that are going to happen in space, none of which happened, by the way. They show us these space stations and everything that are going to be there. But here's the thing. Werner told us we took Saturn V rockets up into outer space. And then he supposedly died, and he put one thing on his tombstone, Psalm 191, which is an encode for 9-11. And it says, 
the firmament showeth the handiwork of God. So let's ask Werner, which is it, bud? Did your Saturn fives go to space or did God's handiwork exist and stop you? And I'll take his deathbed statement all day long, but I had already come to understand that nothing leaves this place. We're here. We got to do this. There's there's no way around it. Whatever you want to assign to, to living where we are, it's like a boot camp maybe, part of our growing up or something like that. But you don't leave here, as far as I know, other than in meditation. And people have made an argument that when you sleep, you may leave yeah, I was going to say that meditation could, might be the only way you could leave if there is a firmament. Actually, now, now that you said 9-11, before I forget, what is the significance of 3-1-1, 3-11? It's another play on um, the idea that they're doing. Uh, of course, for people listening, that is the day that Covidius Minimus poked its dark black face out into the light of day. Of course, they had to have their 11, Aleister Crowley's idea, the evilest of numbers. But let's address that. On its own, 11 is not an evil number. Whenever you see it used in media or anywhere else, it will in fact be the evil of some numbers. And here's why. When you reach 10, this is the absolute idea of perfection. When you go to 11, you're moving away from perfection. In other words, you're at the bottom of the ladder on a di different octave headed for that 20 perfection, which is like two octaves higher than, than the initial run. What they've done is created an endless loop where you get to the completion number of nine, you skip perfection, which is 10, and you jump up to 11. So you're in an endless loop that goes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 11, 11, one and one is two, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 11, one and one is two, two, three, four, five, six, and, but here's the, the here's the, here's how evilly constructed it is. I dare you to say the number that we're skipping. Go ahead, say 10, <laughs> say it. Say 10. You see what's gone oh, into yeah, this. Yeah. You see what's, yeah, that there's what's gone into this. And in a normal world, there's always a negative and a positive polarity on everything in our 3D material reality. But numbers are not always the dark side. Unless you turn on media, then they are always the dark side. And this 11 idea was rolled up into 311. And immediately you can say, well, three times 11 is 33. So there's their 33 footprint. Um, there's their 11 idea, which always has to be there. Three is a bit of a mockery of what most terrestrial religions use. We say the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's the idea of three in a lot of numerology, one being God, two being the divine feminine, and three, you know, you can, you can work out what a lot of old numerology has worked at. But it's all very negative and dark and one-sided. The other thing I want to say about common sense, Crow, was my neighbor, uh, I asked her what she thought about guns, and her answer was, you know how much of a liberal I am. What do you think? And the, the way people don't use their brains nowadays and they just go with what they hear or who they support, for me, if someone asked me, I would think about it and say, I think if someone breaks into your house, you should be able to def defend yourself with a gun. That's just what... I think common sense wise, and also, I don't think everyone should own a gun because I think bad. Happened. But I know I used my brain to come up with that. I wouldn't just go with what a politician says. Do you know what I mean? Well, politicians were put there to zero out your ability to be a thinking adult. It was put together by the governor of the central bank 
of England when he came over in 1924 to speak to all the bankers in America, at which point he announced, hey, all you bankers, we have our left-right paradigm in place, so now we can get the people to fight about crap that doesn't matter while we talk over the world. You can look up Montague Norman's speech in 1924. I have it in an episode where he tells you flat out, we invented the left-right paradigm to create fights that don't matter while we take over the world. And they did. And that's exactly what they did. So any so-called adult that says, I'm liberal, therefore, is not thinking. That is not them you are listening to. That is a television program spewing out of their mouth. Because if they were adult, like you pointed out, they would consider What's a gun do? Do I need a gun? What are the situations? I, I freaking can't stand guns. I had two jobs in my life that were all about guns. And I said, when I'm done with this, when I got out of the second one, the Marine Corps, I said, I'm not doing guns anymore. Well, look where we are now. I know. So, I'm, I'm so I, yeah, yeah. So I don't appreciate I'm, guns, but I'll tell you what, I'm not, and I'm not a dimwit. Um, I, I won't just say I don't appreciate guns because I don't appreciate violence and then leave myself in a position. Um, but that's neither here nor there. That's that's a that's a point everyone has to decide for themselves. But the point is, is this red blue thing in this country is among the most destructive things that has ever occurred, and it has turned thinking adults into blathering babies who haven't said a word that they thought of in years. Now, Joe has a political podcast. Joe, don't you? I totally agree with that. With the media just pits one against the other and they give you extreme examples don't you think um I, to a degree i mean again it's easy to just take some left or some right lunatic who says the craziest shit you can say and try to make that representative of 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 a whole viewpoint but i don't i don't think that's how mass media works i've been working in mass media for 24 years and no one has ever given me any direction or told me anything I have to or need to say. So I don't buy that. Um, one thing I wanted to show was uh, that that clip with the, the shopping cart. I wanted to show Crow. So Crow makes these videos that actually could be important. And then people who like to watch um, just like crazy stuff. This clip we're about to show you, Crow, has probably like 50 times as many views as the Lunar Wave. Why are people so drawn to nonsense like that? Like a because they don't guy. think anymore. They're programmed freaking robots. They're any you know. Remember when Jackass came out and all of a sudden young men were kicking each other in the balls? How many of those men do you suppose no longer are going to have babies? And how is it that protecting your body from injury? became something that was less important than getting views. That is wholesale programming. I marked the start point of where it went viral with jackass. And that is a crying shame that turns our race into basically monkeys. Because what you're looking at there is less than zero. And how do you break down, I've heard you uh, break down the word entertainment. Every word has a meaning, and typically, if you take the root 
the suffix and the prefix, you can get to that meaning. And the word entertainment is simple. Enter means to go in. Tain is to hold and meant in every word you will ever see is mind. So it goes in and it holds your mind. Take the word government, that is to control your mind. So we have come so far from being adults that even the words that are used in these things that tell us what they're doing, we can't comprehend anymore. And then people like me come around and say, look, this word has a meaning. And everyone's all, wow, man, that's that's <laughs> profound. No, it's not profound. That's been in every dictionary since, you know, yeah. Lord knows it's, it's, we fell asleep there at the switch, everybody. We got to wake up. So uh, another thing, Crow, that I was thinking about with common sense, and I want you to, uh, break my wife's heart because she is the biggest Jurassic. <laughs> she's the biggest Jurassic Park fan. And we had an argument last night. She kept saying, of course, dinosaurs are real. There's all this proof of bones and the thought of no dinosaurs to her would absolutely kill her. But I kept trying to explain, just think about this. There's these 70 ton creatures walking around on these little legs. And it's nothing <laughs> I've ever, there's nothing I've ever thought about before I heard you guys talk about it. And I'm like, <laughs> That does sound ridiculous that we're grown adults and we think that there were these giant creatures. They weren't real, were they? Well, I'm going to have to go with your wife on this one. Jurassic Park exists, which means 100 million minds think dinosaurs exist. So, in fact, on some level, dinosaurs exist. No, that's how it works. But, yeah, we went in and we showed how they were invented, how the word came to be before there was a shred of any kind of evidence, how all the bones that you see are made in this little place in China that, charges a gazillion bucks to make you a dino skeleton how no skull of a dinosaur has ever been shown how the supposed real bones are supposed to be radioactive and painted with lead paint and you're not allowed to see them unless you're special in a university but more than that we showed you the knighted individual in britain who made it all up and then the two big dinosaur hunters we showed you how many times they got caught taking giraffe bones hippo bones you know just bones of things we know about to make dinosaurs um it goes on and on and on and as i say so often truth needs no defense and these suckers are lying and it's provable what do you think about yeah. crypto and the banking system crypto and people get upset when i say it but i do know something about how the internet works i actually got a degree to do that um by the way, if you go to my website, just to make a point, the about page was written in 2013 and it is all about free speech. I knew where this was going. It was crystal clear where this was going, that the censorship was gonna follow. Crypto, when we get there and they are pushing hard to get us to the digital dollar, when that happens, we will have lost more freedom than in other, any other point of history that I am aware of. We will have not only lost freedom, we have, will have officially signed the contract, so to speak, that wealth, what we call wealth, has no value and we know it. I mean, do you think there's a time that you could go to the bank and they'd be like, sorry, there's no more money for you? Do you think that is a fear? It's already there. Go ahead to yeah. the bank right now and try to pull out five grand. They'll tell you to make an appointment and come back on another day because they don't have that much cash on hand. It's already here. And they're already, already saying there's a coin shortage. I don't know if I believe that. Well, they're, they're going to 
yeah, of course there's going to, because it's the same thing as the toilet paper shortage, right? Um, you go out, you show a truck tipped over on the side of the road, and you say, hey, man, there's a toilet paper shortage. And everyone says, I need to wipe my ass. And they go out and buy way too much toilet paper. And then there's a toilet paper shortage. Um, this is going to happen this winter, if I had to venture a guess, with many commodities, uh, maybe the food supply, because their false flags don't work anymore. All those things that required your belief that the news brought to you, so many people don't trust any of it anymore. So now the big events are going to include you, whether you care or not, like the power's out. Yep, power's out. I'm part of this. My power is out. Um, those are the kind of events that are going to push this forward. Um, Do you think yeah, we're going towards a new world order? We're already there. We're already in a new world order, but any time that change comes around, if the people choose to grow the hell up and stand up for what is correct, the outcomes can be an improvement. If they cower down like children and roll up their sleeves for experimental things that could kill you, then they're gonna get what they deserve. And by proxy, the most of us will be somehow attached to that. But this is also a, you're on the scale. Everybody is on the scale right now. And what are you going to be? Are you going to be a grown human being that was granted the divine spark and free will? Or are you going to be something else? Are you going to be some deranged monkey that hits yourself in the text testicles and crashes things so you can get views on social media that, that have no value? Because that's what's happening here. We're all going to be weighed and measured. We are all currently being weighed and measured. Are you a child of God or are you something else, to put it bluntly? Right. So, um, so Crow, with, with the mandate, uh, someone like me, let's just say I'm not vaxxed. I'm in a point right now where I'm excited next year. I want to build my own house. I'm finally getting some savings. And if they said to me, my job I have to get vaxxed, I would have no choice. I wouldn't call myself a sheep, but I, I wouldn't rob my kids and my family of having a better life for my views. Let me, what do you let me help you out there, man. Do you have to ask whoever runs your employment the permission to believe in God or to have a religious tradition or a spiritual path? Do you have to ask them? No. Well, then why in the hell would you take any medical procedure or anything else? You don't ask. You don't fill out their stupid little web form, which tries to trap you into the trap of asking permission for things you don't need to ask permission for. And you state it with an affidavit or a statement of fact. You submit it to them. I have firsthand knowledge of my life, and I am not doing that. Is it against my spiritual path? That's that. And we have seen it over and over and over successful. And we've seen over and over where people have failed because they got suckered in to filling out that corporation's little form to ask permission for a thing that they never had to ask permission, which again, you're being weighed in measure. Are you a freaking child of a God? Are you an adult human being? Or do you need to ask your mommy if you can go outside right now? So there are places, Joe, what was it Southwest? The ones that they stood up and they all of a sudden said you don't need to do it anymore because they went on strike, the airline? Yep. Tons of examples. The nursing thing is going, like right now, my mom is in her 90s and we have to have nurses here. Each one of them lost their job um, because they wouldn't take the job because they knew me and they saw what I was doing. And now they're all being called back a month after the deadline saying, hey, man, can you come back? And they're saying, well, wait a minute. I thought you said I had, no, sorry, we just, we need help. 
Um, they're breaking their own backs, these corporations, and this is part of the grand scheme. Somewhere in the world, there is an evil little cabal directing all this, and these corporations are actually doing what they're told to the point of destroying their corporation. But what's also being destroyed is the goods and services you and I have access to. It's all part of the plan. And if you want to know the truth about what's about to happen and what is happening, you will now be asked to give away your soul for goods and services. You know, my hair is halfway down my back. You saw me in Shoot the Moon. I had a nice yeah. little clean haircut. My hair is halfway down my back because I went there for that goods and services one day. And he said, I will shoot you in the forehead with a temp gun and you put on this mask. And I showed him my middle finger and I said, I will never give you another dime. I am a free man and you don't tell me jack. And I decided that day that that good and that service is not that important to me. And if it really bugs me, I'll shave my own head. This is what's going to go on. Do you like air conditioning? You do. Can you make an air conditioner? Do you know anyone that can make an air? We, we make air conditioners. And by the way, if you want to use our air conditioners, here's what we require of you. That's what's going on here. Want to get on a plane? Take this experimental vaccine that could kill you or whatever you want to think it does. And if you can't see the evil in that, then I don't know what to tell you, but you've got to stop to assess what's going on. And you've got to recognize the reality of why that would be done. Why would anyone care so much to put so much effort at all this? And if you can't work it out, then you're probably gonna end up on the wrong side of the fence. And we had a doctor on two shows ago that made a claim that's pretty stark. He says anyone who took the real deal, because he said there's placebos in there, will be gone in 10 years. We had other people say they expect that to begin in two to five. And there are other people who have been on, said population is already plunging. They're just hiding it well enough that most of us don't know yet. Uh, Jedi, didn't you tell me in California they're not going to let you register your car if you're not vaccinated? Oh, or oh. Hawaii? Um, yes, yes, yes. Um, I do see that there is different treatment between a vax and unvax. I've seen this firsthand. I, it, it, it's, it's unbelievable. I thought when you go into a medical field profession, you are there to treat people for healing. I mean, the system is broken, and I don't know what the hell they're doing. I, it's really sad, like even to the point where this patient can have flowers and this patient could not. I mean, talk about making someone very depressed in that situation. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's just crazy. And, and here in Hawaii, it's very locked down. We're still, we're still with masks. There, you still can't go into restaurants without um, showing your vax card. They have security guards checking your vax card, whether or not you have it. I mean, like Crow's saying, our freedom is being taken away slowly. Well, let's let's address that. So, are we kids? Someone stole my lollipop and I can't do anything about it. We have done endless legal shows to show you that there's a problem here because we grew up in a nation of laws. Show me the law. None of this. As a matter of fact, the last mandate from our president, we are told, is a freaking press release. That's what's backing this, a press release. If you go and learn your rights and start to file affidavits of fact and other things, it comes down to where's the law that allows you to do all this? There is no law. They'll use clever words like mandate. When, they, when people were being released from their jobs, not one did we bump into that was told they were fired. 
They said, we're taking you off the schedule. We're separating. We're all these clever words we can use. And when they went back and said, can you, I don't understand. Are you telling me I'm fired if I don't take this medical procedure? Never would they say yes. They said, you're separated. They knew there, there was no legal aid to stand on. Yeah, they're putting people on unpaid leave. Anything they can do to avoid the challenge. Now, the adults in the room who are going to challenge, you show me where it says to have a driver's license, I have to do these things. Show me the law. There is no law. And the reason there is no law is because none of this is legal. And the reason they shut down against the Constitution or due process is because they knew there would be some adults in the room who started legal proceedings. They just recently, again, I think it's the second district court, shut it down again. We have a guy named Alphonse Fagiolo on all the time. They actually closed the courthouse down one day, and we know it for a fact because they knew he was coming in and they didn't know what to do with themselves. What if there were 10,000 Alphonse Fagiolos, adults in the room? Things would be going differently. We're not kids, man. If someone goes to steal your lollipop, are you going to cry on the playground or are you going to stand up and say, hey, man, not so quick? So, Jedi, are you saying that people couldn't send flowers if you weren't vaccinated and you could if you were vaccinated? I'm not saying that that was a protocol, but the treatment oh. it was of right. that was obvious. Like they said that you couldn't have flowers because of the air. I mean, the the strange thing was is that all the people in this COVID unit, all the nurses, they were travel nurses. Why is that? Why? They, let, they let go all the staff because they wouldn't take the job. That's part of it. When I took my mom in recently, every single, well, the three nurses that were the only people I saw in the entire hospital were all on call. And when I said, uh, who are you? How come there's no one here? They all said, I'm on call. And I said, well, what does that mean? You're not on staff here? No, we're all on call. Um, this is a complete restructuring. Um, and each state does their travel nurse. I mean, the travel nurses, you know, admitted that each state does things differently. Right. You know, some, you some hospitals give water. Some Hawaii does not give water to their COVID patients. Yeah, you told me that. That's insane. Yeah, that's crazy, right? I mean, yes. it, it's just they don't do the vitamins. I, I, I don't understand. I really don't understand. It's frustrating. I didn't know I was going to go back into a prison here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just wanted to, you know, go out and do my thing. But hearing every everything that's happening, especially with the healthcare system here, it's crazy. And a lot of people are afraid to go against the grain because it's so expensive living in Hawaii. They'll do things that they wouldn't do to their own family members, that you're being weighed and measured. You're doing those things to someone you don't know in a hospital, and you know damn well if that was your mother or father, you wouldn't treat them in that way. That's a freaking problem. And if you think the universe is blind to such a thing, I beg to differ. When you do what is right in the world, those ripples of having done the right thing go out into the world. When you do the wrong thing, those ripples of having done the wrong thing go out into the world. And right now there are some very black ripples. And how is it that so many people have been so cowed down as if they were children that mommy and daddy are telling us to do these things we don't agree with, but we better do them because mommy and daddy said so. It's, it's like living in a world of no adults. And it's like literally the idea of all the zombie movies we've seen for the past two decades. What do you think that's about now? That is all an allegory and a poke in the eye. 
Uh, so, Crow, have you seen, I've seen a situation where people are taking online courses, they're sitting at their own house, and they can't take them unless they've been vaccinated. Have you seen stuff like that? Oh, no, I, I, I haven't. But you see, goods and services are going to be leveraged, but it, it is so simple. Show me the law that allows you to do this. If I go to a 7-Eleven, it is a, a legally classified as a establishment of public accommodation. What that means is that if I'm black, they got to let me in. If I'm handicapped, they got to let me in. If I'm anything, they got to let me in. And this is no different than saying you're black, you can't come in, or you're some other race, you can't come in. This is public accommodation. All must be treated equally under the law. And until people begin to stand up and say, what are you people doing? There's no law that allows you to do all this. It's going to this train's going to be on the track. This is a bit like a smash and grab. There's a window for damage here that will eventually close, and they're going for max. While that window is open, and you know it's already beginning to close. All these nurses that come and work at my house, they've all been asked back to work, and magically they don't need their shot now. Um, they're so understaffed. But the damage has already been done. These corporations have gone months, if not close to a year, with low staffing and other obstacles that have prevented income. And, you know, think about this too. Remember where I live, I'm kind of out in the middle of the boonies. No one delivered even a pizza where I am. Every single place delivers everything now. All of a sudden, the economics of what it takes to run an eatery have changed. Used to be, no, we can't afford to deliver way out there. Someone would have to drive. Way, but now it's, yep, sure, where are you at? We'll bring it right to you because they're so desperate for the income now because they lost a year along the way if they followed the direction. But you see, I have other places that I do business with that I won't name. They were listening to the podcast in this establishment. And when they were told they had to close and mask, they said, no, we don't. And so the state inspector came. He demanded that they create a calendar that every day they were open, they had to present. And they started sticking penis stickers on every day to let him know, where's the law? You got no authority here, Jack. To this day, they never closed. They never masked. They never did anything to change how they did business. And they boomed because they were one of the few businesses that remained open. And what was the difference? The difference was adults run the business. And they asked a simple question. We are a nation of laws. Show me the law that requires a mandate is not a law. A governor has is not a dictator. A president is not a dictator. They can't just make up something that all the people have to do. That's what a legislature is for. They make laws, and then that binds all of us, not some executive branch dude saying, hey, guess what? No one wears purple anymore. All you people out there quit wearing purple. That's called a dictator. So, so Joe, I was going to ask you, when Biden said any businesses over 100 people have to get vaxxed, is that just a statement or did they put it that into a That was a press a release. Yeah, so uh, I, I, you're really confusing a lot of things. I, I don't think you understand what a mandate is at all or how that's legally. I mean, you, you know, this thing's been challenged in court repeatedly. Um, I beg to differ with you. Also, the courts have are, been the courts have been closed at, at a local level, not even at the state level, and definitely not at a federal level. 
let me that tell you how a mandate many. works. Someone in charge, like a governor or a president, puts out a mandate, which he has no authority to do. He is not they, a dictator. They, there's precedent for mandates. No, there's you not precedent that is legal. They yes. told they did the same thing with gold back in the day where the president said, you can't have gold anymore. That was held up in the courts for years. And finally, the Supreme Court said, yep, that's illegal. The president can't tell you a dictative thing like you can't have gold. They make up some crap that there is no law to back. They tell it to everyone else. Down the line, everyone follows it. And then all of us scurry around like scared mice and none of us challenge the legality of any of it. In the meantime, they close the courts to prevent these legal challenges to go through. And at the end of the day, I'll ask you a simple question. Are we a nation of laws? No. Show me the law. That's what binds us, period. I don't give a damn if there's a precedent for someone sticking spiky objects in the orifices of your being. You can't defend it if there isn't a law. And what they're doing is the same thing they're doing online. I just took apart the word theory the other day. Go to Wikipedia, look up the word theory, and they will inform you that a theory is, in fact, when used by science, facts. No, it's not. A theory is a speculation. All this warping of what things actually mean and people accepting it, when if you boil it down to common sense, are we a nation of laws? Do Is it laws that bind what is okay and what is not okay here, yes or no? Because if the answer to that is yes, then show me the damn law. If the answer to that is no, well, then I guess we're something other than I was told we were our whole life. It's been challenged in court repeatedly mandates this goes back into the 70s and it's been upheld every time which is why what, what does that even mean so, so wait no a minute different. you could I'm say there's a mandate that you can't buy buy wheat bread that's one mandate now say there's a mandate that's that's not that's not a mandate that would ever pass the muster you have a tendency <laughs> of comparing apples to oranges of course i do words. because everyone has to be treated equally under the law you can't say to someone you're not vaccinated, you can't come in here. In the same way, you can't say you're black, you can't come in here. Did, did you miss the whole gay bakery thing a couple years ago? Seriously? Oh, that, that media extravaganza used to warp minds into accepting oh, things boy. that are nonsense? Yep. All right, so I think we got about 10 minutes left. I mean, we could talk about COVID mandates all day. There's a, co there's a couple of just random things I want to see what you uh, think about, Crow. What do you think? We were talking about this the other day. In 1974, Roger Bannister was the first person to break the four-minute mile, and now we we're saying everyone can do it now. Like, what do you, Why do you think that is? I think that we are in an age of awakening, and I have noticed – firsthand in young people born near the end of the 90s to now, they can do such amazing things their parents never could, artistic ability, musical ability, all these things were expanding. And that's what this stupid ass medical malpractice is, is going for. Because everybody is coming online, we're gonna be extraordinarily advanced as we come through this awakening and they're doing medical interventions to try to put a lid on it. I mean, so does that have to do with the sky clock? Of course, everything does. It's why you can boil that down to simply have I experienced summer? Have I experienced winter? Why? Why is it really hot? Why is it really cold? There it is. There's your basis. The seasons are the basis for all other reality here. What are your right. thoughts on chemtrails? 
Uh, I started covering them in the early 2000s. No one would accept them. I knew what was going on. And even to this day, there are people who won't grasp that what's going on is we're being sprayed like bugs. <laughs> and uh, Joe, Joe, you're going to yell it. You're going to yell at Crow again. Crow. That's all um, right. That's right. I, Joe, Joe's got a good heart. I, I, I can see Joe, it in his I, eyes. I, I went on your YouTube page. I've literally been been flipping around and watching stuff. I, I love what you're doing. It just seems to you you're saying a lot of things and, and you're it's basically that's all nonsense, but I know this. Well, how do you know this stuff? Because I boiled you, you it down. You well, wait a minute, Joe. Let me address what, that. What is it? I'm just curious what you knew. Share what you knew. I'm I would love to hear this. Convince About chemtrails? Sure. I spent thousands of hours filming them. I proved they were spraying. I proved wow. that I could, because you could film them, they would turn off their sprayer and then they would start their sprayer. I would show that there were different kinds and you could film the chemicals mixing. I did things like woke up one morning, filmed a blue sky, saw the first plane. And I said, I'm gonna make a prediction. In two hours, the entire sky will be milky white. I filmed it, um, I put in the time basically to have firsthand observation. But to get back to what you just said, the reason I know is because I boil things down to their simplest possible way of thinking of them. Are we a nation of laws? That's a basic, simple thing that we can know. Yes, we are supposed to be. If that is true and you wanna do things, show me the law that binds me. Because if you cannot, then I'm sorry, you've got a problem. But you're confusing laws with mandates. No, you are you're, confusing you're, law with mandates. You I, are definitely no, not. Excuse me, not sir. Excuse me, sir. I do not take a dictator's orders, which is what a mandate is. I do not follow dictators. I do follow laws as a member of this society. I am not confusing the difference. So, Joe, what I was going to say the, the was. The court um, says otherwise, but that's fine. Which so one? Joe, the one they closed for a year? This is all coming through the courts again, Joe. Eventually, well, we'll see where courts, it goes. Some some parts of court have been. I mean, the 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 courts are still open. The appeals, the the none of that. What are you talking about? The due process in local courts was literally closed for COVID, and then they literally tried to push people onto Zoom, which is not due process, and they. What do you call it? Bottlenecked. So that for years now, everything that's trying to get in will be backed up probably for my lifetime. It's for one reason, because legally there's no leg to stand on. And I can show you endless examples of people who have come onto our legal shows where just simply stating an affidavit of fact forced the corporation to say sorry. Now, guess what? This, this person who we told was going to lose their job gave us this affidavit of fact and is getting ready to sue us. And we stopped the testing and we have temporarily stopped the inoculation requirement. You know why? Because someone jolted their stupid butts back into reality and asked a simple question. Is what you are doing legal because I'm about to sue you? Right. The threat of lawsuits goes a long way towards getting corporations to do what you want. Uh, I totally whatever. You can't win a lawsuit unless you got a leg to stand on, unless you just happen to be lucky. Generally, the threat of a lawsuit will will reach 89 percent of cases like that reach settlement. They don't they don't go to court. 
from your lips to, from your lips to everyone's ears everyone go out there and start lawsuits if you've been violated into medical procedures you don't want listen to what joe just said it's true it jolts them back into reality and what at the basis of what we're talking about is why are they afraid because there is no law why is the legislature of the federal government making laws that back all these things you know why because it's illegal because we have ideas like the Constitution. We have ideas like the Bill of Rights. That's where the rubber meets the road. And someone wants to make up a clever word like mandate. What is that? A male fruit? Doesn't mean dick to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So, Joe, I want you to uh, tell Crow about the golf tournament you ran, who it was for. Oh, uh, I, I used to host a, a golf tournament for uh, one of the, the uh, children who was killed at Sandy Hook. Her family started uh, a charity with an animal sanctuary. You know, open up a can of worms right here, right, Joe? Hey, man, everyone's entitled to go their own way. I'm not going to fault a man for doing what he wants to do. It's not my decision. It's his. I mean, so technically, Crow doesn't think he's a Sandy Hook. But also, you don't think the Boston bombings are real, right? I don't accept. If you know what, here's another basic tenet: if someone lies to you at a level that is unimaginable, should you ever trust another thing out of their mouth? Let's ask that simple question. Some source lied to you at a level that is mind blowing, and you know you've been lied to. Should you ever listen to another word out of their mouth? So you're just talking about the media. I'm talking about anyone. I'm talking about your best friend. I'm right, talking right. about NASA. I'm talking about anything in this world. Once you've been told we went to the moon and you have proven to yourself that that is absolute poppycock, can you imagine a lie of larger magnitude? So now all the sources that pushed that lie, who had a responsibility to try to tell the truth, but opted not to, anything else out of their mouth is poo-poo in my ears. And so if you want to be an adult, we can simply ask, when is the last time the media told the damn truth? And have they told lies of a magnitude that are mind-boggling? Because if they have, how can we trust them? We cannot trust them. And if you don't know that, then you're caught in a horrible cycle right now. Because the reason they exist is because two or three corporations own all of them. And the same reason everybody was wearing masks one day after COVID started on every commercial is the same place you get your supposed information. News has become its acronym, North, East, West, South. What news does is pulls your mind in every direction, making sure you never reach a destination or an outcome. Jedi, remember we were watching that video of the um, all the astronauts in outer space and how the videos were somehow fake. Do you remember that? Yes, it I looked, do. It looked like it looked like it was um, CGI. CGI, and I'm like, right? But I, I did believe that it was fake for some reason. Truth needs no defense. When something is true, nobody needs to defend it. The fact that it's true might get lost for a period of time, but truth needs no defense. What the news does is spends every day backing lie after lie after lie from our moon launch. You'll see that on the news every so often. Oh, remember when we went to the moon? Well, here, now we're going to Venus or some other nonsense they're going to make up, and they'll keep kicking the can down the road. And if you take information from a source like that, woe to you. You are listening to liars who are paid to lie, who know they are lying. Not only are they lying, they are carefully crafting the lies to program minds. That's why it exists. 
The only thing I can't get by is I kind of think Elon Musk is kind of like a person of the people. Why would he lie to all of us? Well, let's look at his resume. Here's another good basic boil it down to brass tacks. If we looked at Elon Musk's resume, would it say actor? I'm guessing yes. He was in the Marvel movies. He was on the Big Bang Theory. You're looking at an actor. Let's look at Stephen Hawking and ask the same question. The original Greek word for actor meant two-faced, um, someone that could not be trusted. The laws used to be that if you were an actor, you could never hold an important position because we can't tell if you're acting. Are you being you right now or are you faking like you're something? You're an actor, so we can't tell. As a matter of fact, you go back far enough, they couldn't even be buried in Christian uh, cemeteries because it was such an evilly viewed, duplicitous field of endeavor, acting. So if I can look at someone's resume and find acting, then I'm not interested in what they got to tell me about things that matter in this world. Oh, before we wrap up, since Joe's really into politics, Crow, tell him about the Electoral College, what it is, and Obama. Let's, you know, I like Joe. He's got honest <laughs> eyes. And I, I don't want to sit here and beef with Joe. I'd rather be Joe's friend. So just let me ask, Joe, do you accept the Electoral College is, is an okay thing? I, I've I I've always I don't like it. I've never liked it. I've always thought it was suspect. The, the whole purpose, my understanding, was that they were trying to keep, uh, you know, I'm a 45 year old white landowner in Connecticut, and they didn't even want people like me voting right. for who the president. So was. I found uh, a way. Joe and I can agree. Me and Joe just agreed on the electoral college. That's what I'd rather do. But I will take I will I will take on voting. Um, they, when you when you go to vote, they call it a polling place. Words have meaning. That's exactly what it is. In no way, shape, or form does your so-called vote have anything to do with the president being seated, which is proven in every president that has been seated against the wait for it, popular vote. There have been plenty of examples where the people said this and the Electoral College did that, which is proof positive of why the Electoral College ex exists. And by the way, Something like 43 of the presidents, I lost count, can all be tracked directly to the royal British family, including Mr. Obama, which is a bit ironic because most people think of him as African-American, although I think it's stated he's only half African-American. He, too, can be related directly to, well, there's a whole bunch of them. I saw Madonna, Brad Pitt. There's, there's this whole ring of influence. So let's ask another question. Why is it that when a famous musician or an actor does something, they get paid royalties? What's up with that word? What is that word telling us? <laughs> Crow, you All right, I'll give you that one, yeah. Crow. I'll give you, you that one. I knew we I could, I, if I could shake your hand right now, Joe, I would. Um, if you're interested <laughs> in the episode we did that shows where the governor of the Central Bank of England made up the political parties, if you're interested in that, I can kick it to you. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. Uh, hey, Jedi, do you have any other questions for Crow before we... Uh... No, I don't. Sign it was off. an interesting can conversation. I just, can I just give you one more? And I know you don't want to get into a crow. Uh, sure. But the 16th Amendment, I'm sure you're very uh, anti that amendment. And I also share that sentiment. Uh, I'm pretty sure that you do. Particularly. What are you referring to particularly? That, that the, the whole concept of the IRS and the IRS tax, that, that's all horseshit. That, that well, they admit they specifically said not to do that, and that's admit, exactly what it is. If you ask the IRS, they will admit to you that it is voluntary. 
Now, right. this is a bit like coercion because people know what might happen, but I will point out to you, there is there was a man, I think he's dead now, who first started to wake up to this and he was on the early days of YouTube and he went in and said, tell me how the IRS was founded. There was supposed to be some, I don't know if ratified is the right word, but so many percentage of the states and apparently a couple of states did the deed and they did it anyhow. But what we have learned, and I'll, I'll offer this, we recently bumped into people who came to our show to tell us that they'd been listening to the legal episodes and they wrote the IRS and said, can I have my money back, please? And the IRS wrote them and said, send us your returns and we'd be glad to. And I'm not even kidding. It's been three or four of them now. And that's all I'm gonna say, cause I'm not here to become a target or to talk smack full time about taxes. That's everyone's decision. We're adults. If you want to pay taxes, then pay taxes. If you don't, well, then you better be ready to pay the piper or know what you're doing. Right. I just have one more question, Crow, and I watched one of your old videos. What was um? What's up with trees? How, like, how old can trees be? I've seen things where they think the same tree could be thousands of years old or 50 years old. See, now this is a conundrum. I'm glad you picked up on that. What I actually did is I think you're referring to the one where they were cutting down an almost 100-year-old yes. tree in my yard. And yes. I got to talking to the tree guys that go all over New England. And see, I come from California, so we're told that those sequoias could be thousands of years old. I'm aware of a bristlecone pine that's like five or 6,000. There's another tree somewhere where they claim. And so how can the antiquity of these trees be that? And all these other trees are all new growth. Remember when they say old growth forest and there's so few of them? There's been events here. Things have changed that are not in our historical record. Now, when I talked to the guys that were cutting down this 100-year-old tree because it had rotted, which it ironically had like hit, remember Hitler's face? When they cut it down in the stump, there was like an outline of Hitler's face. It was an interesting day. But what they told me was so many farms had been established that they cut down all the old growth and that all the trees you see in New England are what they would call new growth. Um, there's a story there to be told. Um, how come we don't have tons of trees that are thousands and thousands of years old. What we're told is, oh, the lifespan of this tree is this many years, which is true. Like for some maples, I know at 50 years, they'll start to rot. They were cutting down a maple that had made it almost 100. But the house that was behind that when I was filming, that house was built during the Civil War. So where's all the trees that were planted when that house was built? Yeah, I found that really interesting. And Crow, one last thing, you, you always have to trust nature, right? We have to boil things down to the simplest way we can think of them because systems are so clever that they will fool us every time. We have to find a place where truth is undisputable and the only place that I know of in this world where I can find truth without fail is in nature. There is no lie in nature. The systems of men are built on lies. The systems of things we're taught in school are built on lies. So if I can take a thing that's confusing me and use the benchmark of nature to come up with an answer, if nature has told me that I know that is, I could take it to the bank, there is no lie in nature. And that's what we forgot in the sky clock. And that's what we forgot in all these man-made systems like male fruit, that apparently means something to the lives of all of us. Oh, male fruit, everybody's got to get in line. I got a male fruit here. You see this male fruit? <laughs> I want everyone to line up and bend over. Male fruit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, thanks so much, Crow. This has been awesome. Joe, yes, it was a pleasure you. to meet you. And I, 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 I don't know, man. I feel like we beefed a little bit. I hope you're okay with it.
Oh, dude, no, listen, I'm a big fan of healthy conversation. Um, I do not even, I produce this show. I don't even usually on it. I only stepped up because uh, uh, our buddy Seamus wasn't here. But I appreciate the conversation. I subscribe to your channel. I definitely want to see more of your stuff. I'd be, I mean, this is tough. You're trying to present all this in a, in a short package. I'll give you that. I'd like to watch more of your stuff in uh Send, yeah. send me an email or Rose an email, Joe, and request a free movie key for Shoot the Moon, and we'll hook you up if you haven't seen it. I haven't, and, and I would love to. The, the thing I like about Crow's videos is a lot of them, it's like a minute or two long, and that's that's all you need because if you send someone a 20-minute clip to watch, they're going to right. lose interest. you got to kind of grab them. Okay, this is a minute or two. Let me check out the Lunar Wave or whatever. Jedi, um, I, st- I stepped yeah. on you there, Jedi. I'm sorry. I know you guys are having one hell of a tough time on the island. Oh, thank you. That's okay. It, it's been frustrating, but I appreciate it. Thank you. There are no laws, Jedi. When enough people stand up and say enough is enough, then enough will be enough. But right now, uh, people are just beginning to realize that everything they know is a lie. All right. So I think that does it. Thanks so much for your time, Crow. Maybe we'll hit you up in about six months and check back in. Perfect. Yeah, if I thank got, you so much. Yeah, if I've got time, I'll make time. And just let me wish you guys all a happy, healthy, and higher-minded new era. All right, you too. Thank you, you <laughs> too. All right, Same thanks. All right, see you guys next week.